0: Uh-huh. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. of a. That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby back with. Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. Woo-hoo. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture, celebrating the '90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubts. Hello. Hi. How
1: are you? I'm good. I'm fine. How are you doing?
2: Good. You sound. Uh, you sound better.
1: Uh, yes feeling better uh yes i feel better i think i'm in between sicknesses right Yep. um because grayson got better and then got sick again on thursday naturally and now he's yeah of course and now he's getting better he had like 101 temp for a while and then uh yeah and then uh he's feeling better today but now Sarah's getting sick. She caught what he had, so inevitably I'll catch that too. Hmm. I think I, I think I think this will be the fourth time I've been sick in like five or six weeks. Man, I don't have it yet.
2: <laughs> you get? I don't know what is there. Something in your water or something?
1: No, like, it's uh, daycare. It's did, a kid going to daycare. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah and, and that's it. I know a lot of people talk about that, like. Oh every parent mentions that. Yeah, it's cuz it's true. Like as soon as they start daycare yeah. and school and stuff, it's just they bring home God knows what. So.
1: And this kid, like his daycare is only uh my daycare provider's two kids, mm-hmm. and him, and I think there's two other kids that are all part-time. So it's not like he's ever with all of these kids at one time. It's really just like two maybe three other kids. Yeah. And uh he's just constantly sick. Just Constant.
2: Passing it around.
1: Yes. No.
2: All right. Well, I, I um, I hope he's better, and I'm glad. Thank I'm, you. I'm I'm glad that you are in between sicknesses. I guess is that a good thing? To-
1: <laughs> yes, I am in between sicknesses right now. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, good. Good. Are you excited for the show, Jim? I'm excited. I am. Good. I um, I uh, had a lot. I have a lot of honorable mentions. <laughs> Apparently, I spent too <laughs> much time at the arcade when I was a kid. But uh,
1: I'm uh, I'm adjusting my numbers right now. I thought I had my number one and I'm going to change it. It's not going to be that
2: anymore. OK. All right. That's that's fine. That's fine. Um, you OK with that? Yeah, I'm fine with it.
1: You want to talk about it?
2: Uh, sure. Um, you know what? I'd like to talk about your number one when we get there. Is that OK?
1: So we're going to do a chronological show?
2: <laughs> well, you know, should we change it up? Should we, let's just have a discussion, Jim. Let's just talk.
1: I really, I just want to talk about my number three. Can we just start at number three?
2: Yeah, let's do that. Let's just
1: just, do exactly that.
2: Kick out the jams. Let's do this.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh man.
2: Okay. So I did this thing the other day on our other podcast, my wrestling podcast with my brother and I started a Facebook live feed and it worked. And I'm not sure if we should do that here, <laughs> but we only did it for like a minute just to say hello. And then try to, should we even try that, or should I just say forget it because Facebook scares me?
1: I mean, no one's gonna think, look at it. I think we talked about this a long time ago. We like me doing an Instagram live and you doing a Facebook live while we're doing the shows. Yes.
2: You know what? Do do you? I maybe we shouldn't use tonight the night to figure this out.
1: Yeah, because I'm not wearing pants. <sighs>
2: Yeah, but you never do. Right. Alright. Well what's what's hold on let's hold on off on the Periscope Live, Facebook Lives, all that other Instagram lives until a later date. How's that sound? Okay. All yes. Right. Okay. Are I you... like the idea though. I like the idea too. I like the idea. And mainly because um I like you. And that's uh where I'm going with that.
1: Hey, can I shift this real quick? Yeah. I'm really excited about this. So a buddy of mine is uh is up in Canada right now. Yeah. Um, this weekend and next weekend. He's a big Our Lady Peace fan, so he's like he's going to see a few shows of, their, of theirs. Okay. What, what, and what, what was that? That was my phone.
2: Oh, okay. Just it It's like telling
1: voice. me that uh, I think there's a new This American Life that just got posted. Oh, this is our top five podcasts, yes, by the way.
2: We need to do that soon. We'll, we'll do that soon.
1: That was uh that was a podbean alert. Ah, podbean.
2: Podbean. Proud host of this fine podcast, Tom and James yeah.
1: Top 5. Does Podbean have a slogan? Uh,
2: you know what? Why don't you tell your story? I'm looking it Okay, up. how about
1: this? How about <laughs> Podbean, Podbean, we'll host you.
2: There you go. I, don't oh, know. I like it. I like Done? it.
1: Done? All right. Done. Um, uh, we love Podbean. So love Podbean. A, a friend of mine's up in Canada right now. Like I said, he's, he's going to see Our Lady Peace uh, shows, and he picks me up uh, a bottle of Wayne Grisky whiskey while he's up there, which is amazing. Nice. and. So, so check this out. He also told me that uh, acetaminophen, which is like Tylenol here yes. in our country, yes, up there it's called two two two, and okay. uh, it has caffeine and codeine in it.
2: What's wrong with those people?
1: And it's sold over the counter in Canada. Yeah. So I'm. He's bringing me back some, and I'm super excited about that.
2: Should we be saying this as we're recording this show?
1: I don't see why not. Should
2: I cut this part out, Jim? So you're not. I don't.
1: I don't see why we would. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's bringing back heroin.
2: No, no, he's bringing back the good stuff, though. Yeah. And uh, well, cool, man. Well, good for him. Don't say him by name. Just. In case. I,
1: I didn't, did I?
2: You know, I don't. I'm not going to go back and look, or listen. Okay. So uh, you know, he's on his own now. <laughs> that sounds exciting, though. What else can he get for excited us up there? About
1: that. Whatever they sell legally.
2: Dunkaroos, remember we talked about good? Dunkaroos, and they don't have them in the U.S. anymore, but Canada, oh, yeah. Canada, he has brings me back
1: ketchup all the time, actually, because Heinz ketchup in Canada is way better than in the U.S.
2: <sighs> Go figure. You know, it
1: is because there's no there's no high fructose corn syrup,
2: right? It's not, they don't know what that is up there. That's on the thing. It's
1: like why why wouldn't you just make one version and sell it everywhere? Why do you have to make it shitty in the U.S.? I don't understand.
2: You are wise beyond your years, my friend.
1: Dude, it's it's not me, man. It's Canada. Canada's amazing.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, if it's not toot their horn, I mean, there's some b- shitty parts of Canada, too. No offense, Canadians. I'm sure.
1: But just let's, let's also keep in mind my limited experience of Canada is like Niagara Falls and a small area around Niagara Falls.
2: <laughs> yeah, the beautiful parts. Yeah, we there's get it. Big,
1: there's, yeah, Canada's a very big country. I only know like... A few square miles of, yeah. Actually, let's say that a few uh, kilometers a few, of Canada. Yeah, because they don't that?
2: know what square miles are.
1: No, I did that one time. I was in Canada. I think I may have told you the story, but I, I walked to a gas station and she's the, the woman's like, hey, do you want a bag for this? I don't know how far you're walking. And I was like, nah, it's just a half a mile. And she goes, I don't know how far that is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Please leave, <you> stupid American. <laughs> that's what
1: that was. Yeah, that's what the translation was.
2: Oh, well. I live uh, you know, above Minnesota is uh is the is a quite center close to the center of uh Canada. Like we're mm-hmm. middle Canada. So like everyone's like, Oh, you're so close to Canada, that's cool. It's like, yeah, but we're nowhere near like Toronto. Winnipeg I guess is somewhat close, but not really. <laughs> like there's n- all the cool parts of Canada, everyone talks about, not even near Minnesota. So Whatever. There's you know, but they don't wanna come here either, so there that's you
1: go. fine, all the the all the cool parts of uh of America are nowhere near Minnesota. That's true. So
2: I'm here, <laughs> Jim. Don't hurt my feelings today. Well, you can. I don't care. Um, that's true. No, what we have. Uh, well, the Mississippi River starts here, Jim, but that quickly leaves too. So there you go. Um, that's true. It goes
1: <laughs> a long way to get away from you.
2: <laughs> it's like I graduated. I'm going to college. See ya. Um, all right. What's going on with this show? Should we do this show? Man, we may... yeah,
1: we're talking too much. Let's go.
2: Ah, all right, all right. Hello, everyone. Hello. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. I am Tom, and you, sir, are James. Almost? What? James Edward Almost? Don't? Isn't that an actor? James...
1: Wait, wait, what did you say? What was it?
2: Almost. A L M O S. Almost.
1: No, but you said something else that was almost there.
2: Oh. I think I said – did I say it right? No, don't – wait. Is it Edward?
1: It's not Edward.
2: Oh. So I'm not. But it's
1: it's not far off Edward.
2: I got a message – speaking of this middle name thing, I got a message from your friend Tom that you grew up with. said, yeah. I know his middle name. Do you want to know it? And I said, no, no. I need to guess this on my own. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Well, we didn't have anyone write in about your your middle name this week, but I was almost – there right
1: you were pretty close with uh, edward pretty close pretty
2: close with edward hmm all right well there's always another week we'll figure it out we'll figure out all right well we're doing a good, a, a fun show today jim we decided we are going to talk about arcade games how excited are you
1: i'm pretty excited
2: the, uh, yes this I, is my
1: excited voice this,
2: i could tell i could tell Um, we, we left everyone hanging a little bit last week, so we, we got a surprise where we're not going to guess, we're not going to tell you what our topic is. And basically, I mean, peek behind the curtain, basically it's because we didn't have one yet. (laughs) You know, we didn't, we didn't want to lie and just say, oh, we're going to do this and then not do that. But we quickly came up with arcade games and oh my gosh, I had a lot of fun this week researching this (laughs) stuff. (laughs) So, uh, real quick, before we get to our topic, we had a couple people write in. I'd like to get to those, um... Uh, if you don't mind, there, Jimothy, and go for it. Um, we didn't have a lot of people write in, but we had a couple. Oh, we did have a lot of people write in, but they with their picks and stuff. So we'll get to those later. But we had one guy um, who wrote in Josh from uh, uh, Texas, who claims he's he's your uh, your twin. He yes, and um, another guy Brian both wrote in almost the same thing, and they're really hoping we put Smash TV on our list for arcade games. Do you want to talk about Smash TV right now, Jim?
1: Let's talk about Smash TV.
2: Okay. I don't know what Smash TV is.
1: I didn't play it. I didn't it. either. And I it was on a lot of lists that I looked up Yeah, for for video games. But I'm going to be honest. I didn't know what it was. And I also go to a lot of bars that are video game bars. Uh-huh. And I've never seen this game.
2: No, I, I haven't either. And uh, we'll talk about it throughout the show. But I... I uh, worked from when i was like 15 to like 17 18 i worked in an arcade and we never had this game either so i i'm i'm curious about it i read a little bit about it on the interwebs but i never played it i never played it so sorry everyone if we're gonna disappoint you right off the bat but we usually i
1: feel i feel inferior i feel like a failure
2: i know maybe we should find this game and try to play it okay okay here's here's uh here's a task for you jim i'm coming to see you in a couple weeks down in yeah. Cleveland, maybe uh, you, you start asking around and see if there's anywhere that has Smash TV, and we'll we'll go play.
1: Okay, there are a couple of those type of bars here. Okay. I'll see if they've got it.
2: All right. Well, let's do it. Well, in the meantime, Brian and Josh, who both wrote in about that, I'm sorry, I, we hope you uh, keep listening.
1: <laughs> so... Yeah, <laughs> hope you don't turn it off right now.
2: Anything else with your week, Jim, that you want, want to talk about before we get into our show?
1: Mm, no. Okay. My week's pretty uneventful.
2: I'm sorry, I hope, and everyone sounds that uh, you're you're in between illnesses. Hopefully, you stay healthy, and everyone stays healthy on uh, your end of the your end of the line. Yeah, there.
1: yeah. I'm I'm going. Uh, I think I've already got a hat trick of illnesses in. Uh, <laughs> in you... the last month, I'm going for a number four. Right. Um, my wife is getting sick now. My kid is getting over a sickness. Oh boy. So. Uh, well. Yeah.
2: To, to keep you uh, to keep uh, this show going and so you can get some rest let's go on with our picks. How's that sound? Okay. <laughs> all right well we're doing our top five arcade games and we didn't really have any stipulations although we Jim you and I talked about there's certain games that are in arcades that people would consider carnival games um but we didn't kind of put a kibosh on either like if you have one on your list it's no big deal as long as it takes quarters and it's, there's a game to be played we consider that an arcade game, correct
1: yeah. Yes, correct.
2: All right. Well, what do you, you want to start? Or do you want me to start?
1: I want you to start.
2: Okay. All right. Well, my number five. I'm very excited about talking about this game because this was always at the arcade in our mall. Uh, the arcade was called Aladdin's Castle. No idea why, but that's I always remember it. And... Uh, so was mine. Okay. okay. So that was a chain then? <laughs> so... It was
1: Aladdin's <laughs> Castle. And one of the things I was going to say is uh, I was probably 10 maybe. Uh, I had my birthday party at Aladdin's Castle. Nice. And you could rent it out, and they would they would close the metal gate at the mall so nobody else could come in, and you'd rent the place out and just have free reign of the games you want to play. That is it was cool. That is amazing. It was amazing. Cool.
2: Our Aladdin's Castle was quite small, so there was no birthday room, but we had a different arcade in town, the one I eventually worked at in high school, that we you could do that and rent it out. But, uh, but this particular game, this number five of mine, was only at Aladdin's Castle. And it was always front and center, right near the food court. You walk by, and it was right there. And it is WWF uh, Wrestlefest. I loved this game. Now, of course, I'm a big wrestling fan. Everyone knows that. I have another, you know, I have a wrestling podcast and all this stuff. But it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to love this game. It was awesome. It was, it was a, very, it was a, you know, fighting game as far, you know, like a Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, those type of things. But it was, was wrestling. And I was a huge Hulkamaniac when I was a kid. I absolutely loved it. Loved you know, Hulk Hogan and everything. And uh, yeah, this was a sequel to... There was WWF Superstars. Now, it was the first arcade wrestling game that I knew of. But WrestleFest was newer, bigger, and better. And had more wrestlers. And that's why I loved it. It came out in 1991. Um, and it was uh, from Tecmo. And um, it uh, it was awesome. It had the wrestlers that it had was um of course hulk hogan um and the ultimate warrior million dollar man did ted dibiase and big boss man jake the snake roberts earthquake mr <laughs> perfect sergeant slaughter and demolition smash and demolition crush which was a tag team and then uh the big bosses that you had to beat was the the tag team legion of doom hawk and animal
1: of course yes love
2: the legion of doom so those are the those are the wrestlers you, you uh had but um it was awesome it's just so cool um you, it was pretty much two types of ways to play. There was um, there was Saturday Night's Mate Event, and that was like you start at the bottom. You you pick a wrestler, and you tag team with another wrestler, and then you fight other tag teams all the way to top to get to Legion of Doom, and that was that was it. Just like the same if we talk about Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, it's kind of the same thing. Um, it's just I, it was just so much fun, and you could uh, you could do this one, which was different than the first one, which was Superstars. Um, you had four controls so you can get three other friends and all play at the same time, which was awesome. And, um, you couldn't play as Legion of doom. You can only play against them. And that was, uh, that was always, um, that always sucked. Like I always wanted to play. You could, if you had another friend jump in and when you're fighting them and put the quarters in, that's the only time you could ever play as Legion of doom. And I loved those guys. And so, Oh yeah, that sucked. But I was always Hulk Hogan or big boss, man. Those are my guys. I loved those guys so much. Um, yeah, so like you said, you could play as a Saturday Night's main event, or you could do it with, against friends and stuff, you do the, the Royal Rumble, where you just, uh, you, you start off and you have to f- f- defeat everyone in the ring, and and uh, it was cool. I mean, nowadays, with the way games are and stuff, this is very dated, the way it's played and stuff, you can't do all this all the fun moves and everything, you can now, but um, <laughs> it was just so much fun, it had the voice of Mean Gene Ogreland, if... Wrestling fans know who that is, and so when you'd walk by the arcade, you'd hear Mean Gene, you know, saying WWF Superstars, and you'd be yelling. It was just it was so cool. Um, in 2012, they, um, THQ actually released a remake of the game uh, for iOS on your phone and stuff um, under the title uh, WWE Wrestlefest because it's now called WWE, and it, it combined the original characters and with current wrestlers. So I never, I never had it. I never played the new one, but. Pretty much, I guess. Pretty much the same thing. I I love this game. It's so much fun. I we eventually do get a Nintendo version of a WWE WWF game. I think it was just called WrestleMania. Not yeah. as cool as the arcade yeah. though.
1: I used to rent that.
2: You used to rent that one? Yeah. And uh, I still remember the cover. It had Hulk Hogan ripping you know ripping his shirt like Hulk Hogan does. And, um, you
1: but, could play the ultimate warrior, right? You could be the ultimate warrior. You could be I the ultimate
2: warrior. Yeah, I was never the biggest ultimate warrior fan. I was always a Hogan fan and then a Big Boss man. That was the guy I dressed as the, 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 cop. That was <laughs> those are my two <laughs> favorite. But uh, were yeah. you
1: also the uh, at other times a construction worker <laughs> and an Indian?
2: Yes, yes, and that was okay. uh, we had a five person tag team and we called ourselves mm-hmm. the Village People. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, um, but like I said, yeah they. The, the Nintendo game was cool and stuff but the, the arcade game the graphics and everything was so much better so I just loved playing uh, this game and uh, yeah there's a bunch of. I mean I can go on all the different moves and stuff but you just move the joystick and hit the buttons that's pretty much what you do with all these games but yeah that's it WrestleFest man check it out it's a good game so, anything on that one Jim you remember that game
1: uh, not in the arcade I had the, the Nintendo game okay. I used to I didn't have it I rented it but Great. um, no, I I guess I watched wrestling when I was a kid, but I wasn't like really, really, really into wrestling. Right. So I don't think, even if I saw it at the arcade, I probably didn't play.
2: Right. Well, most kids are like, I... yeah, they all knew who Hulk Hogan was, even if you weren't a wrestling fan. You just knew.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, I actually, I did go to a uh, WWF event. Really? When I was a kid. Nice. I did. I saw uh, Bret the Hitman Hart. Oh, yeah. In a cage match against Tatanka.
2: <laughs> oh, Nice. Did, Bre- and, did, uh, Art, did Hit- Hitman win?
1: Of course. Okay, good. Hitman won. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Legions of Doom, and I don't even remember who else was there, but oh. it was like a WWF thing in uh, in my hometown that I went to when I was a kid.
2: Awesome. Absolutely awesome. It's funny you mention that because my brother just went to a current WWE uh, show in Minneapolis, and he just posted a bunch of pictures on our
1: <laughs> Facebook.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, good. Well, that's my that's my number five. What's what's go on to your number five, Jim?
1: Well, I am also doing a sporting game, okay. and I don't play a lot of sporting games, but right. this is one, and uh, it is NBA Jam. Solid
2: pick, Jim. Solid
1: pick. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Is this on your list? It
2: was. It this was on my honorable mentions. It it just dropped okay. off. It would have been up there.
1: Um. This was uh developed by Midway in 1993, and it is the first in the NBA Jam series. They ended up doing several other ones, tournament and you know, a bunch of other ones, but it's all based off of this. And uh, they previously had released a sports game in 1989 by the name of Arch Rivals. you remember that? I
2: do remember Arch Rivals, yes.
1: That was a fun game because you it was a basketball game and you could punch each other.
2: Yes, which is which is nice (laughs) it's
1: everything i want in a basketball game exactly um and the gameplay for nba jam was based off of arch rivals uh yeah which kind of makes sense actually
3: yeah that makes that makes perfect
1: um but it was nba jam that kind of brought the two-on-two basketball format into mainstream and made it pretty popular um this game made a lot of money for midway um Created a revenue of one billion dollars in quarters. Jesus, that's a lot of quarters. That's a lot of quarters. Approximately four billion four, quarters. I, I, I would
2: give or take, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: in, in early 1994, the uh, Amusement and Music Operators Association, yes, pretty popular association, I assume, <laughs> reported that NBA Jam had become the highest-earning arcade game of all time in 1994. Um, who did you used to play? What team did you play when you did it?
2: Well, because I'm a, you know, I'm a Minnesota guy, I was like, oh, I'll pick the Timberwolves. You know, when you first started, you're like, oh, I'll pick my home team. <laughs> they were horrible. So they were be the, horrible. Um, I liked, um, oh gosh, um, you didn't. You weren't the Bulls because Michael Jordan wasn't in the game.
1: Right, he was not in the game. Now, Jordan wasn't in the game because the NBA didn't own his likeness. Joe Jordan himself owned his likeness right it's so, all jordan
2: for many years to come basketball games didn't have michael jordan in them at all um no. i was the oh god i'm trying to think The um why can't I think of it was it patrick ewing the new york knicks wasn't he on, yeah yeah that's that, that i was a lot yeah um,
1: um now Shaq also Shaq was in the arcade but not in the home version because then he franchised himself out or bought his rights or whatever um but yeah, the Bulls were like Pippin and Horace Grant, I think. Yeah. A um,
2: lot of I, to be desired there
1: without Jordan. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be the Hornets because you could be Larry Johnson. Oh, yeah. That was another good one. Yep. I liked them a lot. Now, there were a bunch of hidden players. You could play as Bill Clinton. You could play as the Hornets mascot. <laughs> there was like endless there were so many different characters you could play as in this game it was amazing once you were in your home game and you unlocked all of them yeah. it was like the coolest thing to play i think you play spike spike lee i think was one of them yeah yeah i don't know, so. a ton yeah. of players um this game was so awesome because if you for anybody who hasn't played it it's a two-on-two basketball game but if you scored three baskets in a row you were on fire He's on fire! fire. He's He's on on fire! fire. He's heating up. The ball literally is on fire. And you couldn't miss if you were on fire. No. So as soon as your player who was on fire got the ball, you just shoot it immediately. You'd be across court. doesn't matter. It'll go in. Or you could... The dunks in this game were the coolest thing. Um, Even if you weren't on fire, you could do flip dumps, dunks and you could break the backboard and do all this cool stuff. But if you're on fire, you could dunk from anywhere on the court. And you just flip and dive and crash the backboard and dunk it. I actually have this game downloaded on my PlayStation too if you want to play it. I, um,
2: I do want to play it, and I'm also, um, I'm, you remember my wife bought me a Sega Genesis for Christmas, and yeah. you could buy and it has, it's loaded with games, but you can buy old cartridges and play them, and this is one of the first ones I bought was NBA Jam for Sega. <laughs> and my Perfect. son and I have started to play it, and uh, we're, I'm trying to remember how to play, and then uh, you know, he's pretty early on in our, his video game uh, life here, so we're, we're working on it, but we get our we get our butt whooped pretty good when we're playing that, but we'll, <laughs> we'll get there.
1: <laughs> Such a cool game. Yeah. Um, trying to remember the other... Yeah, I think the Hornets are like Horace Grant and was Penny Hardaway in it at that point? Um,
2: wasn't... Well, Anthony Hardaway was always with the Magic. I don't know about... There were, two di- two... were those two different guys?
1: No, same person. Okay,
2: wasn't he with the Magic then?
1: Uh, he was. Who was... Um... He played for Duke. Uh,
2: Christian Leitner,
1: not not Leitner. Oh, Who's I can see the other he was one? On
2: the tour. Oh uh,
1: God, I can see him.
2: These people are just screaming out there. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I uh...
1: I'm gonna find out. Okay. Um, I used. That's who I was. Was the Hornets, because I love Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson was doing all like the really cool commercials at the time with Godzilla. Yeah.
2: Charles Barkley uh, was with the Phoenix. You, Charles Barkley was always good on the game, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Barkley and. Uh, KJ, I think.
2: Oh, Kevin Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Reggie Miller, which was with Indiana, oh. and you could—he was great because of all the three pointers you could throw down with him.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, Alonzo Mourning.
2: Oh, okay. There you go. All right.
1: And I don't think Alonzo Mourning played for Duke. That was Hardaway. I think all I don't right. remember. Who knows? So it's been a long time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson were. were uh... Is
2: everyone still with us?
1: <laughs> Alon- yeah. <right>.
2: yeah. <laughs> what game worked? NBA Good GM, game. keep going.
1: I'm done. Okay. I am done with NBA GM, but that's my number five.
2: Great pick, Jim. Like I said, honorable mention of mine. Um, I, I I spent many a quarters on this uh, game as well. One billion. One billion dollars in quarters. That's amazing. One, yeah,
1: that is amazing.
2: Is that one year?
1: Uh, they ranked it, let me see... Well, it, it was in early '94 that they ranked it at that, and this game came out in '93. So,
2: oh my lord! All right. Well, so it did all right for itself.
1: It did. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. Uh, is that it?
1: Yeah, that's uh, all I got. All right.
2: Well, my number four. Um, I'm I'm steering away from the sports stuff now, and I'm going into the uh, shoot 'em up, bang bang stuff. And my number four came out in 1995 from Atari Games, and it was Area 51.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that's on my honorable mention. That's a great game. That's Ugh. the best of that style of game.
2: It's the absolutely the best. Yeah, I have other types of these type, these games on my honorable mention, but this one was my favorite. Um, I and mean, for those of you who don't know, it's one of those consoles where you know you have, you have the little guns that you shoot. So it's a light gun that would shoot onto the screen. Uh, and it's uh, called Area 51 because it uh, takes place uh, um, in Area 51, which in the U.S. people know, of course, is a, a secret military facility, that kind of stuff, and famous for being uh, aliens and all that crazy stuff. But anyway, uh, awesome game. It it uh, revolves around um, these uh, this guy. Your name is Peterson, this guy, and you're part of the Strategic Tactical Advanced Alien Response, and that's STAR. Um, they're an incursion team to prevent aliens, uh, from, uh, coming over and taking over Area 51, and the aliens are creating zombies from other people, and so basically, you're just shooting your way through to get to the end and, and fight the bad guy, and, um, it's awesome because the graphics were great for the time, um, because you, they were kind of like 3D images, or, you know, overlays, it wasn't just like, it looked like real people on the screen, kinda, and it wasn't always just weird, you know, like cartoonish uh cartoonish aliens and stuff is pretty cool um and uh it was great especially if you had a friend to play and you just you shoot your way through um yeah i absolutely love it uh a lot of the fun things whereas uh my favorite thing to do is um there's these yellow boxes and barrels that had like marked with flammable on them and if you shot one next to a bunch of uh aliens it like blow them all up i thought that was kind of fun uh yeah, I've, I've just pumped tons of quarters into this game. Uh, the big thing about this game, though, is like I said, it came from Atari, and, uh, and Atari at the time in 1984 when they're one, they, they, this came out in '95, but '94 they they needed a desperate need <laughs> or a desperate need of a hit because like, Atari was like pretty much gone because mm-hmm. Nintendo was out and and all this, and home computer stuff was was big at that point and so they they needed a big hit and so they. Decided would well, come up with a, a shoot a sh- uh, you know shooting game, and at that point everyone that was working at Atari was leaving for their rival Electronic Arts, which makes a lot of games such as um, John Madden Football and those games, and um, <laughs> and so like and they left a lot of these guys, including this one got one main guy left during the production of this game called Bounty Hunter, and so they brought in some new people and they had this game but it was. It was only half done, and they thought this game sucks. But hey, let's just uh, let's put aliens in it because I this one guy's name is uh, oh, I forgot Weatherby. Robert Weatherby was. Oh guy and he's like i just saw this thing on uh in a popular science magazine it was an article called searching for the secrets of uh, groom lake which had to do with area 51 so he just took the game put aliens in it and boom that's 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 how area 51 was made <laughs> yeah and it was a hit i absolutely love this game um when i worked at like i mentioned in high school i worked at this arcade we had it's called grand slam adventure world and it was arcade and uh carnival stuff and and laser tag and mini golf it's a big area um, but uh, I played this game constantly. I would um, before my shift, after my shift, during my shift of work. I was playing this game all the time, and uh, it was just so cool. Uh, in uh, this, this is a good way to if you play with a friend. A good way to start a fight because that friend is never as good as you <laughs> playing, no. and now we get shot. And you're just like, oh, you're an idiot. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, it spawned a couple sequels: Area 51, Site 4. Um, it did come out later for like PlayStation and and home uh, your home computer and stuff, but those games never did as well because of the the actual action with the gun, the plastic gun that was on the game. The, so the arcade one always did so much better. The home versions and people didn't they just didn't do as well. Although um, the home version they did voiceover uh, stuff with uh, David Duchovny, Marilyn Manson, and Powers Booth for the PlayStation version, which I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, and they sold over like twenty thousand cabinets, like uh, the first year, to dip arcades around the country. And uh, yeah, I just like it's a fun game. You you said you played this game?
1: Oh yeah, this was. Um, I, I loved it, and I loved like, you just felt so cool when you're you're shooting and you have to like shoot off screen to reload.
2: Yeah, oh, I love it. You that. know, you're
1: like pop 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 and you shoot off screen. Yep. And you just you just I don't know the game was awesome. You just felt like so cool playing that game they did (laughs) such a great job it's just awesome it was it was the best one of that kind
2: yeah it was so cool like i said i got a bunch i got other ones on my honorable mention one and i'm like this one is the best this one was absolutely the best and i mean who doesn't you know you gotta shoot up aliens who are coming to take over this world that's just the way it is jim
1: if we don't play that game the aliens win that's
2: right that's right (laughs) all right man what about uh what about you what's your number four
1: my number four is a little arcade game called The Simpsons.
2: Nice, that's a great one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's also much like another one on my list, it's the same style, but this is like a side-scrolling game and there would be four positions you could play and each one, if you went to, you became that character. That's how you chose your character. Okay. So you could either be Bart or uh, Lisa or Homer or Marge. And they all did something different marge swung her vacuum homer punched and kicked bart had a skateboard and lisa attacked with a jump rope nice and yeah. you were fighting because um Maggie's been kidnapped i think by aliens yeah. and you had to go try to get her back but it was like a cameo of every simpsons character was all over this thing i think you had to fight like the comic book store guy and like yeah. mr burns was on like a hot air balloon i just played this game like not too long ago, I was out yeah. uh, in uh, I was in an arcade in New Jersey, like on the shore. We were killing time before a wedding, and me and my friend Chris went to we an arcade for like an hour, and we played this game a couple times. Nice. I didn't get very far. <laughs> it's not um, easy. It is, it is not easy. Thank you. Yeah. It is not easy. <laughs> uh, but this was uh, released in 1991 by Konami. It's... Uh, and the second video game based on the Simpsons franchise following Bart versus the Space Mutants. Which I also used to play when I was a kid. That's a great game. It's a great game. The game was just fun because like a few other games of this genre it would be me and you you could be Homer I could be Bart and we're playing together to fight the same people at the same time. Yeah. it's It's just so much fun and then the show that you love as a kid watching cameos from Millhouse, and you know, every character throughout the show up to that point thrown in somewhere. It was so much fun,
2: yeah! Awesome, I love this game. It's um, I this is another one that I it just didn't make my list, but um, can I ask you a question? Who were you always uh, of the four Bart? Bart,
1: always Bart, yeah.
2: I gotta make a confession, I was Marge. I love the vacuum, like, I thought, really? I thought that was a badass weapon. I think it was cool. I don't know.
1: I mean, w- we would have had no problem playing each other because we wouldn't want to be the same it, character.
2: That's probably why, because I probably played the first time with a friend, and there, of course, everyone could pick Bart right away. So I picked I picked i because, like, that vacuum looks dangerous, and boom, I was I was hooked. <laughs> this is a fun game. But what else you yes. got on it?
1: No, that's about it.
2: Okay, good. Yeah, I also um, you mentioned you have something similar on your list coming up here, and I think I uh, do as well. So we might okay. have the same ones, but we'll...
1: We probably do. <laughs>
2: we probably do. Nice. All right. Well, on to uh, number threes, Jim. Number threes.
1: Number three.
2: All right. My number three, I'm going into the racing world now, okay? Okay. I liked racing games. Um, a lot of them are pretty much the same. You know, there's some differences here and there. As far... But arcades are cool. One, racing games are great looking because, because of the the way it looked. It had a steering wheel and a car. It looked like it could get to sit in a car, and when you were a young kid and you couldn't drive, that was the next best thing. But my favorite one is from 1994, and it is Cruisin' USA.
1: Of course it is. It's the best one.
2: <laughs> the best one. absolute best one. Uh, developed by Midway Games and published and distributed by Nintendo. It was the first game in the Cruisin' series. They had a few others after this, and it features locations around the United States. Uh, I believe you started in uh, San Francisco, and then you ma- tried to make your way all the way to Washington D.C. And um, like in most uh, racing games, uh, the player—I mean, player—races down a one-way course consisting of streets. Out of the streets, vaguely based on real-life locations. Uh, and uh, you just race to win. And the arcade one is arcades versus the home racing. You know, you always have to get to a certain spot so your time keeps going. Or you had to put more quarters in. And that, that always pissed me off because I, I would like <laughs> one second away and like, damn it. But um, anyway, uh, it is cool. You could pick between automatic and manual transmission on this, which is cool. You could oh, pick, yeah. pick different views. You could actually change the radio station with by one of the little buttons on the thing. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, like I said, you start at Golden Gate Park in, in San Francisco and go all the way to Washington, D.C., uh, the graphics were pretty cool. Um, the graphics actually, this came out in '94, um, and for those of you who don't remember, and I didn't remember until I looked some stuff up, but it would say um, the gra- it would say because um, it was by Nintendo. It says Nintendo uh, Ultra 64 graphics. Now you know, and this was supposed to be kind of like the jumping off point for the for the N64. They were like coming out with these new graphics and stuff, and and um. Although this game didn't have what N64 ultimately became, as far as their their leaps into the better graphics, um, this was kind of one of the first things uh, Nintendo did to start that their new console, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, and um, and, and, and and it's funny. Um, this came out first, of course, and then the N64 came out, and they had different games and stuff, and then they eventually had Cruise in USA* on the N64, which I did not own. I didn't own an N64, but some friends did, and the. the the, it was not as fun, and the graphics actually weren't as good as the arcade game, which was kind of interesting that it, <laughs> it was supposed to be, but it wasn't. Um, but yeah, uh, I love that you start off with like four different cars, and then you get different upgrades, and which would be you could change the color of your car, or get a couple different cars, or different uh, power boosts on your car and stuff. But uh, definitely the best, like you said, definitely the best racing game out there for, in the arcade version. Um, it was a bigger. Con- uh, it outperformed uh, Daytona USA, which was also another fun game, a racing game, and um, you would see that all over the place. Because Daytona USA was cool because be, you could race like against four people. Remember, you had like four things next to each other. Um, yeah. But this one was Cruising USA was way better. Um, later on, they had like Cruising World Tour and a bunch of other ones too. But I, I love this game. I got pretty good at it. Like I felt, I really felt, <laughs> like I taught myself kind of how to drive. <laughs> playing this game (laughs) like like oh i can drive a manual you know transmission i can do this you know and of course it's nothing like that but um right yeah a lot of fun i love cruising usa
1: i remember playing this game I, i must have been like 15 yeah and i was playing it somewhere and my parents were there and they were watching me play it and they were just, I remember them just joking behind me going, uh-oh, watch out, maybe we shouldn't let him get his license, look at this, can't keep the car on the road, and I'm just like, you do it. You sit down and drive this damn thing, and let me see how well you do. It's not that easy. Stupid
2: parents. Stupid parents. I don't know anything. God. God. <laughs> Those games were hard to keep the damn car on the road.
1: Well, it was designed to be hard to right. keep the car on the road. right. It's not right. supposed to be, if it wasn't, it would be like, like Capcom's Sunday drive and yeah. it would be like elevator music. It'd be the easy, and you'd be the only car. Right. It'd be the easiest game ever. Oh man.
2: <laughs> Sunday drive. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's, that's, that's my number three. Cruisin' USA. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's your number three?
1: My number three is a fighting game. Okay. Um, I went with Street Fighter 2. Ooh, good one. Street Fighter 2. Now, we used to play this game a lot. So when I was a, a, in grade school, up until like through sixth grade, every month on a Wednesday we would have a skating party. Okay. And we would all go, like the school would go to... Um, the local, it was called Skate Ranch. And it'd be at night, it'd be like from six to eight. And all the kids would go. And there was a, an arcade there. So most of the time you just get on skates and either you'd play tag on this in the skating rink or you would just go to the arcade. Nice. And uh, we used to play Street Fighter Two a lot. That was the main game in there. That's what we all played. We would like study up on, because we would get like the like Nintendo Power Magazines, oh, like those things, would, yes. they would have the moves in them. So we would study up on them so the next time we went to the arcade, we could, you know, do Sonic Boom and do all the crazy moves. Sonic Boom! Meanwhile, you're playing these games on a a pair of roller skates you can barely stand.
2: (laughs) Your fingers are all greased up from the pizza.
1: Right. (laughs) Um, So so apparently Street Fighter 1 was like a flop. Like nobody played Street Fighter 1. So Street Fighter 2 is basically Street Fighter 1. But I didn't even know it had like a subtitle. It's called Street Fighter 2 The World Warrior. I didn't even know that.
2: I didn't know that at all. I, I just knew it as Street And I didn't even realize it was a sequel. I just was Street Fighter. I didn't realize the two was even there. Because I didn't yeah. know what the first one was.
1: Yeah. So, um, so this was released by Capcom in 91. Mm-hmm. And the original was released in 1987. Or the original Street Fighter. Uh, street Fighter 2 adds multiple playable characters, each with their own fighting style, and features such command-based special moves Uh, Such as command-based special moves, a six-button configure, combo system, and competitive two-player multiplayer. So basically, you're playing head-to-head against another person fighting the character that you've chosen. Right. Got it. Who did you use to play? Do you remember? I
2: liked Ryu. Ryu. Yeah. And I liked Classic. Uh, I liked I did like Guile. I thought he was cool.
1: I liked Guile. Yeah. Sonic Boom.
2: Yeah, I liked him. And I also liked Thank Ken. Him. Those are the kind of like the three main ones anyway. But um what yeah. there was a um oh what's the guy's name? E E Honda? E, was it? E Honda. E Honda, yeah. yeah that was a cool one too. But main, mainly Ryu was my guy, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I liked Ryu. I liked uh Guile. Guile was, was probably my guy. Yeah. Um, but there were other characters that they expanded after the arcade to, like, uh, oh. the home system. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: there was uh, Vega was a good one. Oh, I liked yeah. Vega. He had the the um, kind of, like, Wolverine-like claws. He was probably my favorite one to play on, like, Sega Genesis. Um, but there was a character, Balrog, and in the international versions, uh, he was based on Mike Tyson. Okay. And... It was originally la- named m bison or short for mike bison right. which is pretty close to mike tyson right
2: right and so we there's got that. that yeah yeah
1: do you follow <laughs> me on that six is <laughs> <series> of separation <laughs>
2: right.
1: uh i love this one because it because of the combos because you rack up combos on them yep. the cool moves it was it was there were certain games at that time like tekken was out um, but to me, Street Fighter was the first one that I played that was in this yeah. vein of game. Um, Killer Instinct was awesome. That, uh, that I started playing that one a little bit later. Killer Instinct was like much more real mm-hmm. than, than uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter was cartoony. Right. I think I even had some comic books, some Street Fighter comic books. After this, it was okay. still it was fighting, but it was still kid oriented. Right. Where after this, they branched off into much more real and not as playful
2: right right well and let's not forget Jim the fantastic cinema masterpiece with Jean-Claude Van Damme oh gosh Street Fighter
3: oh god I forgot
1: about that have you ever
2: seen that whole thing have you ever been able have you ever been able to sit to that movie and not shit yourself have (laughs) you because that's a task right there
1: (laughs) oh boy who was
2: the guy um uh he was, like, green. Ugh.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Blanca?
2: Blanca. Blanca. That's it. Yeah. He was pretty cool, too.
1: Like. Yeah, him. he could, like, electric charge.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a... This is a good one. This is another one, Jim, that I just... It just fell off my list because I didn't play it as much in the arcade as my other picks. And I played a lot of it on my friend's Super Nintendo. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? But, um... God, there's uh, every arcade. There's always kids just gather around this game. It's just one, one of the best ones. Good, good pick, Jim.
1: Thank you. Anything else on it? Nope, I'm done. Are you sure? Yes.
2: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Street Fighter Two, Sonic Boom. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, my, we're on our number twos, Jim. We are flying. Gotta love it. Uh, my number two, and I'm i f- mm, I'm this maybe on your list. I'm guessing it's on your list. Maybe it's your number one. I'm not sure. Um, it is a game that came out in 1992 by
1: Konami,
2: and it's a lot like that Simpsons game of yours, and it's X Men.
1: Oh, that game is awesome.
2: I loved this game.
1: It's not. It's it's on my honorable mention list, but it it is it, a fantastic game.
2: It's awesome, it, and it it's by Konami. It's a it works just a lot like the sa- the Simpsons game you uh, you played. Um, it's a side scrolling beat 'em up game based on the Marvel comics of the same name, of course. Uh, the character design uh, of the X Men were actually in the supervillains were actually based on the 1989 X Men pilot a TV pilot episode X Men Pride of the X Men, which I actually didn't know anything about that one. Um, but they're, um it's awesome. I didn't. I'm not like a huge comic book reader and collector like you were or you know I didn't read a lot of them But I knew the, who the X-Men were my my uh, introduction to the X-Men was this game like I like okay. this game is cool and then I just fell in love with Cyclops it was like that guy who right. does what <laughs> he shoots five you know red stuff out of his eyes it's so cool um, the game itself uh, the players control one to six playable X-Men to defeat their enemy uh, Magneto is the bad guy and Konami made a six-player version of this game, utilizing two screens housed in a deluxe cabinet. Now, this one is the one that my arcade local arcade had, which and it's more rare to have one that you could play six kids at one time. And, yeah, and um and if uh, and we would do that, we would like, we at school and stuff and on the bus from school and we we, were gonna, we would talk about like. All right, we're all gonna, we're all going in there. Okay, you're Cyclops, I'm Colossus, you're Wolverine. Like we would map out our, our time at the arcade based around this game. <laughs> it was <laughs> awesome, and um, and the object, the object, uh, objective. Uh, what was that, Jim? What, what? The objective <laughs> is to stop Magneto and uh, from wreaking havoc on human civilization, and they just fight through from stage to stage and different enemies. Um, the Sentinels, mutant crocodiles, Reavers, and supervillains such as Pyro, Blob, and uh, Master Mold—just um, a bunch. It's just if you know the, your X-Men comics, that's you know, all, a lot of those are in there. And then um, Magneto later, Magneto later uh, kidnaps Professor X and Kitty Pride, and so you have to go and save save them. It's just so cool. If you can get through this whole game. Um, in a day, you know, in in your sitting at the arcade, it just it makes for such a great week in your life. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't that hard of a game. I mean, it had its moments, but when you had all sixty-year-old kicking ass, you know, pounding the buttons and stuff, it, it's so much fun. You can get through it, and it was great. Um, uh, each character, of course, had to, you know the you know, move around with the joystick, and then you had the, the kicks and punches and stuff. But then um, the best is when you use their their special ability, their mutant power. And like I said, Cyclops was my guy with the with the the ray shooting out of his you know, red ray shooting out of his eyes. Um, just absolutely loved it. Um, did you have this game in your local arcade gym? Yes. Yeah. Did you have and the I, double wide one?
1: No, okay. I did not. I did not have a double wide. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I I had this game. I had this game for my Game Gear too, actually. Nice. Um, but I was always Wolverine. Always.
2: Wolverine sorry
1: that's how i would say it too (laughs) of
2: course that's what you have to say um yeah oh awesome game still cool i still remember now again this one was funny because it came out what i say 92 and we go to that arcade i mentioned called grand slam adventure world and later four years later from 92 i started working there as a high school kid and that's another one where i'd spend what's that
1: that's the dream it is
2: the dream it was awesome at best before my shift and during my shift if I wasn't playing Area 51 I was playing this game so it's, it was awesome and then, uh, I still remember one time we got in so much trouble me and a friend were playing and we were both working on the clock <laughs> and a boss came up It's like you guys are supposed to be working I'm like well we're testing out the game you know for give people advice and uh, uh, he's like yeah get back to work or you're fired and I'm like oh okay I so, uh, <laughs> uh, absolutely loved it though good stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Yeah, got? Good Any, stuff, yeah. yeah, 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 Anything else on X-Men, Jim?
1: No, nope.
2: All right, what's your number two?
1: Uh, my number two is also a side-scrolling game. Okay. It's Ninja Turtles Arcade Game.
2: Oh, that's my number one.
1: <laughs> I was wondering if it was going to be. It was my number one when I started this list, mm-hmm. and I moved it right before we did the show.
2: That's okay, and that's fine because th- the game is freaking awesome. So I'm just happy you have it on your list. So uh,
1: it's it's it reminds me of the Simpsons because it's a side-scrolling game. There's yep. four different characters you can choose from. You, you pick your character by where which slot you put your quarter in. Yep. Um, Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael. Um, it came out in 1989 based on the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated series, which began airing. In the winter of '87, home versions were also released, and there was an original Nintendo oh, yeah. game for Ninja Turtles, which was awesome. It was so awesome. I loved it.
2: The original Nintendo game?
1: Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. I love the original Nintendo game. Um, and in fact, I might go onto my Wii to see if it's available to download, so I'll download that if it is. Um, but then they came out with the arcade game, and they used to play it in the arcade, and then they released it for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So awesome. The graphics are way better. It's just a, a really cool game. April O'Neil gets kidnapped, and I think Splinter gets kidnapped by Shredder, mm-hmm. and you're just trying to get him back. It's like the plot of every movie. But, right.
2: It's uh, <laughs> yeah. the plot of every Ninja Turtles episode. <laughs> right.
1: But you uh, you can play as the Turtles. You fight the foot soldiers. You fight you know, the main boss. Um, it's just awesome. It's such a great game. Mm-hmm. It it was... Uh, sent to a Nintendo in 1990 the, game the Nintendo game in 1990 and it was called Ninja Turtles 2 the arcade game yes loved it it was great I love that game
2: yeah I loved it too um, who were you who did you play with uh, which
1: uh, I was always Leonardo and here's why I'm Leonardo okay Leonardo was the first action figure my mom ever bought me
2: oh yes you've told me that before
1: yes and you had yep. to
2: wait to get him
1: yeah it was on it it was back when you get a rain check and he was sold out for christmas and i didn't get him until like april no pun intended (laughs) right i didn't get him for months and he was the first one my parents i still have that same action figure along with probably four dozen other ones in my parents house so he's leonardo was always my favorite because he was my first one and then even today um i have like little stuffed poison stuff for my baby Mm. and i have two leonardo characters he was playing with a leonardo character earlier today
2: oh that's awesome that's awesome yeah i was always because my favorite turtle is michelangelo i've mentioned that on the show and i liked at first when i started playing this game that's what i'm like well i have to be michelangelo that's my favorite guy quickly learned though Michelangelo and Raphael aren't the best two to have.
1: No, they don't have the reach.
2: They don't have the range. So I would go to Leonardo or Donatello, and Donatello had the most range because of his bow staff. Yeah. And, uh, so I would I'm play pretty good with a bow staff. <laughs> right, right. It's <laughs> <That's> my skills. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was I was Donatello I'll, uh, I'll ever ever you know from there on, and uh, but I loved it. And that was, this is another game. If you get three of your friends to all play together is so much fun um you mentioned the original nintendo game which was cool but then they did come out with another nintendo game version of this arcade game and they called it um i think they just called it uh, ninja turtles 2 the arcade game i think that's all it was called (laughs) and uh it was so cool um the you know the foot soldiers were on there but they had different color different color foot soldiers were they determined what else they could do and stuff but yeah it's just basically fighting your way through all the way to the end like you mentioned um, it had Bebop and Rocksteady in it, which was awesome. also had Baxter Stockman and General drag mm-hmm. and Krang and then, of course, Shredder himself at the end. Um, just in- incredible. Um, one thing about the NES version of Turtles 2, the arcade game, that one featured, because I had the original one, played the arcade game, and then suddenly it came on NES and I'm like, I have to get it, so I got it for Christmas or something one year. It had which I didn't notice as a kid, but very notable product placement ads of, like, Pizza Hut logos everywhere. Yeah. And on the back cover of the instruction manual, there was a free coupon. And I didn't know this until I read this. I don't remember this, but I just read this the other day. There was a coupon for one free personal pan pizza at any Pizza Hut restaurant, uh, expiring December thirty first, 1991. Because you had a year to go get it. I thought that was, like, oh, my God. So you know we all talk about product placement it's so heavy nowadays like it was still going on back then we just didn't notice it as much but uh, That's funny. yeah i this i just love this game i it, it was a toss up for me between this one and x men and and they work basically the same type of game you know um but i just i just love the ninja turtles so much so it, like took my favorite thing of a a side scrolling beat em up arcade game and then you put the turtles in it with that and like oh my god my head exploded and so <laughs> Yeah. Uh so cool. I love it. Um okay, so that's my number 1. Before we get to your number 1, Jim, we should get to uh some honorable mentions. I'm sure we have quite a f- quite a bit. <laughs> so
1: Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? Um a lot of them you've already said. I I really struggled. I wanted to get wanted to put like a classic game on there, but I sucked yeah. at Pac-Man and I didn't do well at like Centipede or Asteroid, yeah. but I loved Dig Dug.
2: Oh, great game.
1: And I wanted to put Dig Dug on my list, but after after I was looking at some other ones, it just kind of got bumped off. But that was if I'm going to go like classic game, Dig Dug is mine. Yep. I had X Men. I already mentioned Killer Instinct, Area Fifty One, uh, Time Crisis Two was another decent shooting game. Yes. yes. You said <laughs> you said cruising. Yes. Um, I already said our Tribals. Um, um, that's that was my list, and I think all of them had been touched on. Yeah,
2: yeah. A um, couple of ones that, um, well, I don't without. Hopefully not naming your number one, but I had a couple pinball games on mine. Adam's Family Pinball, uh, Star Trek Pinball, and Jurassic Park. Those are some of my favorite pinball ones, but I left pinball games off. Good
1: call with pinball. Yeah. Good call.
2: I love certain pinball games. Some of them sucked, but those three were awesome. There was a Star Wars Trilogy game that was a lot of fun. Uh, Primal Rage, which is a lot like... um, Oh, that game was awesome. Yeah, love that. That was a tough one to not keep off. Um, Terminator 2 time crisis lethal enforcers those are all like shoot 'em up games just like area 51 um those are really good um the one game i really liked and i hope it's not this was hard this was my number six it was 1942 and it was a flying game and so i really like that game where you've, you've, you're in an airplane you shoot up and uh, you know enemies you're flying over the pacific and all that stuff um, those are a couple ones I left Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and Primal Rage off because I basically played more of those on Sega and Super Nintendo so that's kind of mm. why I left them there but um, what uh, what do you got what, okay let's go to your number one what do you got
1: you want to do mine first
2: uh, well mine's Turtles remember we already mentioned it oh right? that's right yeah. okay <laughs> so You got, yeah, yeah, yeah I want to hear yours
1: <laughs> Mortal Kombat 2 there
2: you first. go. Nice.
1: Awesome. Mortal Kombat 2. I don't know if I ever played number 1 in the arcade.
2: I for sure really? didn't. Yeah. I
1: don't mm-hmm. think I ever did, but I definitely played Mortal Kombat 2. And my friend Jeff and I used to play uh, Mortal Kombat 2 on Sega a lot. And we would actually we had this like really awesome game that we would play. We started with the first one and then we carried to the second one and it would take us like pretty much all day to do it with the second one cuz there were so many characters, but we would call it a, a fatality race. Yeah. So What we would do in the first game is one of us would start off with like Johnny Cage and the other one would be Sub Zero, and that's the furthest left and right. And then you would fight until you did their fatality, and then you could move on to the next character until you went through all characters, completing every fatality, and then you won. And then you could ride your bike home. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we would do. Now, if you did that in Mortal Kombat 1, it would still take us like an hour and a half. Right. Do that in Mortal Kombat 2, it's like a six hour adventure. Right. Plus mortal kombat 2 opened up not just fatalities but there were bay and friendships and a right. bunch of different things you could do toasty, and we, toasty we knew all of them by heart uh, we had like a magazine that had that would lay them all out and we had every move every fatality memorized plus if you were shang Tsung, you had to know how to morph into each character plus those characters moves right yeah. that's pretty tough man and we had them all memorized now the problem is when you have that memorized and then you go to the arcade to play it, it's not exactly the same moves. No. Especially when you're wearing roller skates. Right. Very difficult. (laughs) But you'd have to be like, okay, well I know it's low punch, low punch, high kick. So you'd have to like translate that into how to do it at the arcade. Anyway, loved Mortal Kombat 2, produced in, (coughs) excuse me, 1993. It was later made to multiple home systems like I said, increasing the fatalities instead of, if you were like on a bridge, uh, instead of just an uppercut and falling into a pit, you had to do a special move to fall into the pit. Yeah. Um, there were several new characters as, long as, as, as well as a bunch of the old characters. The old ones, the classic ones were Johnny Cage, Liu Kang, Raiden, uh, Scorpion, Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. Now we're bringing in Reptile, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Shang Tsung, which was really great. Uh, Baraka, Jax, Katana Molina, Kung Lao. Um, this one had, let me see, four, 12 different characters you could be in Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. I loved I loved Liu Kang in both of them. I liked Jax too. Reptile was really cool because he could become invisible. It was awesome. It was like, when you put in the blood code in the first one, oh boy. and you saw Scorpion rip a guy's head off with his spine hanging out, yeah, so... I mean, when you're like, eight, your world just changed at that point.
2: <laughs> just grew up a little bit. Just grew yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. Like, the Mortal
1: Kombat series, <laughs> man, it was just, it was awesome, and uh, I really liked the second one a lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. This is a fantastic game. It's so much fun. Um, Again, we had it for Sega, and so I didn't... I, I, Sega. Did, I, mean, Sega, I did play it in the I did play it in the arcade and stuff but I I, I had the Sega game that's where I mostly played so that's why I kind of left it off my list but uh, absolutely incredible Um, I have it now on that Sega Genesis I got for Christmas um, all the Mortal Kombat games are on there but I only played Mortal Kombat 2 because that's the only one worth playing uh, yep. <laughs> and uh, just great who were who you always uh, what character were you? Wh- which one? I'm sorry
1: Liu Kang oh Luke uh, Kang
2: yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I was always uh, Sub Zero. That was my guy. Absolutely mm. love Sub Zero. Um, oh, what a fun game! What a fun game! Yeah, those uh, fatalities. You wonder why pe- you know some of these people freaked out and got ratings on games, but you know, <laughs> it was uh, it was still a game. You know, <laughs> it's just a game. But uh, oh, good stuff, Jim. Great pick. Great number one. I'm very uh, very proud of your number one.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I think we had some. I'm I'm proud of this uh, this show. It was good picks.
2: Yeah, we only had one uh, one of the same. Although uh, people probably gathered, we have a lot of games we probably played over the years. So yeah, I could have played, but this was great. Good stuff, Jim. Man, all right. Well, uh, we got a show next week, Jim. Do you Do you remember what we're doing?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, we are doing TGIF shows. Shows in the ABC seven to nine o'clock prime time lineup.
2: Yes, very excited. And right away, people might be thinking, "Well, there was only this one, this one, and this one." I'm like, no, no, <laughs> there's a lot of them. <laughs> so, there's a lot. Yeah. There's
1: there's much more than I remember there being.
2: Yeah, we definitely might have some uh, rollover, you know, some you know overlap or whatever. But uh, definitely gonna be fun to talk about. I'm very excited. This we actually got a suggestion from uh, Brad from the deuce podcast we yeah. originally suggested that this one so we uh we're definitely going to do it because uh, i am very excited about that all right uh real quick before we let everyone go um i want to mention a couple of things um that people wrote in with their arcade games because we haven't done this in a while so I just wanted to make sure to give them credit. Um, Jason, uh, he wrote in just a couple of Sub Rock, which I don't remember that one. I think it was a submarine game. And Galaga. There's your old school game, oh, right there. Oh, Galaga. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Keith, uh, NBA Jam, he wrote in. Um, Zach wrote in uh, Cruising USA, Ninja Turtles, Virtual Fighter, Virtua Fighter, I think it was called, X Men, and Silent Scope. Um, I never played Silent Scope. Um, and Aiden wrote in Cruisin' World, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Need for Speed, and Virtua uh, Cop, and then of course, and Joe wrote in Wrestlefest, X Men, Simpsons, Metal Slug. Don't know that one, uh, and Street Fighter. And then he says, "Oh, I'm starting to forget all these other ones." And then he just went on with a bunch more, so I'm not gonna name them. But yeah. <laughs> he's like us, just kept going and going. But uh, thank you for writing in. Those are those are. So, it was so much fun to read those who wrote in and. Uh, all these other games I'm like oh yeah I remember that one and oh man I just want to go to the arcade I wish there was an arcade like but like a 90's arcade again like I want to go back to that you know I just just need it Uh, I just need need to go back to the 90's All right, man well Jim where can everyone find us and hear us and talk to us
1: um you can find us wherever you get your Mm podcast you can also find us on most social media platforms um Common Jim's top five on everything.
2: That's right. That's right. And you can even send us an email at Gmail. So cool. Well, Jim, until next week, um, we will be back with a new show. But I'm going to call you right back in five minutes.
1: I'll press pause.
2: My
0: life is like a video game. Trying hard to beat the stage. All while I am still collecting coins. Trying hard to save the girl obstacle. I'm jumping hurdles I'm growing up to be a big boy I battle with the evil ways I travel far and try and say Sorry, but your princess isn't here <laughs> I Take the rest, I push the pause Level up and move along In hopes that the next stage I will clear Fucking past, asshole I'm just trying to keep from dying <laughs> up your eyes I'm just trying to keep from dying Still collecting coins Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, select, start It's just a game that we
3: play And for all sakes, Looking for a better way